When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Irene, my guest today is a very good friend of mine, and it's always fun to have a really good friend on. Yes. So I, without further ado, I'll give, I'll read all her, well, I'll not read, I'll remember all of her credits <laughs> when after we say hi. Please welcome Anna Gasteyer! Hey! Yay! Comedy genius! Hi! Hi, hi sweetie! Hey. Also, also, also friend of Irene. Oh, also yeah, friend I of love Irene, Anna. yes. Anna, yes. it's so good to see you. We're fitness um, So, so Anna, usually there's a little like comedy chit chat beforehand. By that I mean you don't have to be funny. We're just talking about. <laughs> we're, just ta- we're just talking about about our comedy roots a little bit, like yeah. how I know the person, bloody blah, blah, like that. Yeah, is and what then we kind of just say, God, they, that person does comedy based upon the lack of comedy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the comedy will come. I promise you. No, but I, okay. So of course, Anna was on SNL. Anna was on SNL before me. So mm. I used to just watch her as a adoring fan mm. before I was at second city. We'd have SNL on back on the TV backstage sometimes between the, the show and the improv set really late at night. And so anyway, Anna, I always thought that you were so funny. So funny. Come on. You're, I mean, and by the way, like your comedy on stage and on screen is only to be rivaled by your comedy off screen in a, in a <laughs> hangout with you. Because that, that's a you, huge compliment. You bring the goods yes. both on stage mm-hmm. and off. I've heard you largely off stage. Yeah, largely off, maybe. But no, you're one of my favorite funny friends to hang oh. with because there's there, no one has your sense of humor. Oh, my God. Often, often involves big 25-cent vocabulary words. I tried. <laughs> Listen, that always just I'm not me. the one that got waitlisted at Harvard in this group, if you know what uh, I'm hey, saying. Hey, we didn't, we didn't reveal that to the public yet. Well, listen, oh, okay. I mean, this is a spiritual <laughs> reveal. That's why we do podcasts. But the fact of the matter is... I'm, I'm making up for years of shitty SAT scores with my five dollar oh, words. Come now, come now. <laughs> okay, so, so okay, so Anna, I used to watch you on SNL, and then lo and behold, there I was by your side at SNL, 
dream come true job manifest um and yes. manifest so manifest we got to do some sketches together yep i mean i'm trying to remember like it's so it's so long ago now i can barely like i watch it sometimes i'm like wait i was what what is this sketch I've i never, never seen remember it. Like anything that someone sends well what about that sketch that you posted on your instagram with you and anna it was so funny uh, where you walked in like a it was like what? it looked like tommy i mean um tiny tim or something like it was oh, a christmas we were in a lot of oh, sketches yeah, yeah. together yeah. i yeah. Yeah. together that we didn't have um we like a didn't character brand we didn't together. connect with the with our piece like oh we didn't we should have written together more is what i'm trying to say yes yeah. we would yes. have enjoyed then, that process more and i always yes. did enjoy it i i do remember that we wrote a couple stinkers that uh, table wise, <laughs> but yeah. that it was unbelievably yes. fun to write. But then maybe and not. And I as... still remember your phrase, "thick wiry beard hairs." There was something you said. <laughs> we were writing. We were writing two old ladies, not even old. Actually, they're probably like our current age. Yeah, they're probably our current age. <laughs> but but anyway, we we wrote this sketch of two ladies trying to do this garage sale of all their shitty old things. I think. I mean, and it's a perfectly something good. About, something about thick, thick wiry beard. That's funny. Hair. Yeah. That's but funny. one sketch I do remember that we did get on air. I like sexism. It was, it was, blame sexism okay let's just blame mm-hmm. that for everything and, yeah and we have a reason no but i do remember one sketch no i'm not gonna say it ended up on any classic reels but we did do a sketch where we played a lesbian couple and we were there was joshua jackson was the host and he made a wish on a magic amulet that he wanted to see some hot lesbian action by the way <laughs> then, perfectly reasonable, like still a solid premise still a solid yes. like, the, like, might get canceled today just Lesbian porn versus lesbian reality. Les- exactly. That's that was the, the crux of the sketch. Lesbian porn versus lesbian reality. Well, he makes a wish that we played the IRL version. Yes. <laughs> so he he ends up in a beekeeper's farm in Vermont where we were a couple. <laughs> um, we, we were a couple making homemade yogurt and about to have sexy times on our quilt. By and the way, he was like, way, he's like, this is house. not what I asked for. <laughs> totally in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Totally in our wheelhouse. <laughs> like my happy um, place. Uh, that is. Yeah, funny. We were feeding yogurt to each other. Yeah, we were lovingly feeding and one another yogurt. And he was not. He was not aroused. I he was not aroused. Remember, I don't know if you, we tried to write a sketch about folk singers. I want to say again, not far from Always. the keeper premise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I remember. I remember. Oh yeah, we did. It was. A, it was a bust. That's a good song. It was quiet. It was a bust. And it was. Okay. I remember someone saying like, "Oh, Lauren, maybe was like it's. It was a little too like." In, it lived in between the lovers and NPR. Like, oh, it wasn't enough yeah. on its own world. Right. But, which is, and we're like, that's all we got, Lauren. Yeah, we're we're like, between lovers and NPR at all times. See, <laughs> be, beekeepers. Um, be, see, beekeepers and yogurt makers. And yogurt makers. But I remember that we, with the sketch opened. I have such a fond memory of this in that way when, when something bombs. And it was oh, you yeah. and I in harmony going, and the green grass grew all around, all around, the green grass grew all around. And it was like really folky. And one lone fan, like an ardent, you know, uh, Bennington attending fan, like roared with laughter from the be- from the bleachers. But it was silent. Oh, but one person who really got it was like, ah, like oh, that. Welcome to all my comedy shows, and sweetie. We almost yes, broke. there's always you one. You and I almost broke because it was this person had been given such a like mirthful, explosive gift, and then the sketch bombed, and that was it. We never oh, delivered boy. on the goods. 
There was nothing like having a sketch bump. You know, sometimes, like before I was on the show, or you hear people now like, what's that sketch doing? Well, at some point, that sketch got laughs. Maybe not on air, but at some point, that sketch that bombed was uproarious laughter somewhere. <laughs> I love Either the irate table, the irate pants, <laughs> the table, dress rehearsal, and then something went wrong somewhere, and then it just dies on air, which it didn't happen that often. More often something would die at dress, at dress and you'd be in a flop sweat and you're like i'm not gonna be in the show this week yeah you know the panic and your ego shriveling and all that yeah i, I mean sometimes it was fun to bomb sometimes it could be fun mm-hmm. like it could be fun. fun there was one sketch will ferrell put up and it was some german like avant-garde family and there was something to do with a dollhouse were you there then I, and oh, everyone was german and more happily than any person I've okay ever met everyone now. was like german and stern and like chris parnell came in in like tiny shorts like the dollhouse is built or something like that you know <laughs> and then but it bombed it bombed so hard i don't i don't even know what the joke of the scene was it was just like strange germans with a dollhouse but that bombed and then there was another one where will was <laughs> he was gabe kaplan or something oh, that was that a huge one? bomb and i remember oh, it was bomb, long sorry. It was, was like a fun. seven minute. It was it was it killed at the table. It killed mm-hmm. at the read through table. And I think I don't remember where it died at dress or at air. But it was he was a guy that was obsessed with Gabe Kaplan, who looked exactly like Gabe Kaplan. And he just had a really bushy mustache and giant Gabe Kaplan hair. Yeah. And again, yeah. And, and, and at, a, yeah. at a time that people knew Vic still vaguely <laughs> knew who Gabe Kaplan was, but vague. It was vague. It was they like, should try you know. it now. Yeah. They should try it now. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was oh, the longest, longest one yeah. joke premise. It was seven minutes long, and he, but it, he always delighted in it. And then there was one. Yeah, the my favorite bomb I ever did was yeah. we did a Zoo Crew parody. Oh, like, like a morning DJ. A morning thing? DJ. But okay, yeah. what was so great about the bomb? So it was like really simple premise, just like the loudest, most obnoxious zoo crew, and yeah. then the weather guy's helicopter crash. It was like a terrible oh. crash. Like, oh thank God. you for laughing. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we, <laughs> we, and it like, it was like a massive hit at the table, like massive all week long. Like they put a really good position and it oh was, a, it was a fucking one act play, like a really oh dramatic one act play about a zoo crew, right. about a morning zoo. But what was so funny about it was it was incessantly loud, like a morning zoo would be. Like every yeah. single person was like, bah, 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 hey uh, me so horny like just like non-stop all the way through like a barrage of sounds and silent Uh, uh, like like i remember looking at it it was like a painting of an audience you know what i mean (laughs) a a bunch of very serious people staring at you and we couldn't stop laughing after just because it was such it was such a sort of stark contrast to the like jollity and noise of the sketch, the yeah. the, the oh dramatic gosh. reply from the audience, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so but Anna, I'll say that then you left SNL. What year did you leave SNL? Two thousand and two. Oh wow. Okay, and I left two thousand six. So we only I came in ninety nine. I don't know how long. Yes, yeah, so we, we three years together. A couple years. We three years. Th- it feels like longer. When but did you start, Anna? When were you on, Anna? I was on ninety six to two thousand and two. Oh, ninety six. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Anna left, and now and let me just some, mention some of your other. And then the show took a <laughs> nosedive. Uh, but- <laughs> 
<laughs> no one knows why it's still every on the table air. read. Every table read. Everyone was like, "If only Anna were still here." <laughs> um. So, so, so. But then Anna, you've gone on to do. I mean, let's just name a few. First of all, Anna has an incredible singing voice. Like, oh like my Broadway, gosh, Broadway. I saw her show. She I was know. Alphaba in Wicked, Insane. which I went to go see. I mean, she has that kind of voice. She has mm-hmm. an Alphaba in Wicked singing voice. She's gone on to do. Lots of Broadway things. I'm gonna just remember a few, but I know Rocky Horror because we yeah. have Leah Delary on here. That's why. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, Wicked's the big one that I remember. Do I you love care that you to... had Leah. That I, I, yeah. yeah. She, oh, yeah, she's she a was full fun. believer in ghosts, by the way. Oh, full um, on. But, Not surprised. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, okay. And then also like tons of TV credits. I mean, when someone like you comes on, there's like too many to even name. So just just pick mm-hmm. out a few that you were in Suburgatory for a long time. Oh, TV. And of course. Yeah. TV, yeah. Because I was going to say, and then American Auto yep. for a couple years yep. just recently. Yeah. And let me just also mention... That Anna does this great cabaret act show. Oh my gosh, and it's, it's awesome. a Christmas oriented, and it's coming back this yeah, season. It is. Hi, so somebody looks her Instagram, or, or just listen to her on Spotify. And sorry, I should be doing the pl- the plugs at the end, but but her, her Christmas show is, is a ton of fun. Speaking of yeah. Christmas, by the way, Anna and I. Oh yeah, Cluster Funk, a the cover album, yeah, the Christmas album. parody. You want to the say album. the name of the album, I think, which is Sugar and Booze. The, the album is which, Sugar and Booze. Which, as you know, are the best things about the holidays. It's, it's a, it's you know what I call it? It's what? it's a collection of seasonal secular favorites. There you go. <laughs> it's really fun. It swings, baby. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It swings. I listen to it. She swings. On, it's on really great. I, I saw on it last year, Anna. It was amazing. You, and oh, I'm yeah, coming you went back, to sweetie. You were extraordinary. It was yeah, amazing. Oh, good. Oh, thanks. Oh, you guys. Yeah, we got to come back. We're going to come back this year. We're going to come back this year. It's your responsibility to plug it, but I appreciate it. Well, no, but I want to anyway. But also, oh, our, our, so but Anna and I wrote and starred in a Christmas movie, yes. a Hallmark Christmas parody movie. Um, Soon to be Christmas franchise, Christ- parody franchise. Wait, is it called a cluster fun Christmas or Christmas cluster? A Christmas Good, because cluster it's hilarious. Fun. You guys Christ- work so well together. Fun- God, we can't remember. We'll have to <laughs> fix I that in post. I love that you can't remember. <laughs> 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 a cluster fun Christmas? A Christmas a, cluster fun. A cluster fun. Uh, a Christmas cluster funk. Well, which one is cluster it? funk? Is the main a cluster funk Christmas? A cluster funk Christmas. A cluster funk. Anyway, we had so well, much. I was gonna fun. say yeah because I'll Dude. give you your transition oh. here, which is to say that Hotels? we may not have always written together a lot at SNL, but we were always friendly. We always laughed yeah. a lot together. We always had a great That's time together. Sure. And yes. always have like helped each other historically, just whatever, mm-hmm. punch up jokes and Important. think of ideas and, you know, with one mm-hmm. another's ideas and so forth as, as we've both carried on our um, deeply accomplished post SNL careers. Yeah. Post SNL careers. Typecasting. Yeah, be, exactly. <laughs> and we, no kidding. So we, um, yeah, so we, so we, we collaborated together around the ultimate Hallmark Christmas parody, which was a cluster mm-hmm. funk Christmas, which was a cluster funk of all of the best of the Hallmark ideas. And I'm, I'm optimistic that it'll be back on the air this holiday season, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Why not? It was featuring very featuring funny, Rachel ladies. and I. Yeah, featured uh, Rachel and I. As, as the, the sisters spin- cluster funk. Yep. The we ran the end that the high-powered business executive played by Vela Lavelle was coming up to buy. And we ran exactly the, the right. Christmas end. And, and saved Christmas. Um, Save the town and Christmas. Yes, in the process. In a, in a um, stunning twist. Also, <laughs> just sidebar, when we were filming this, it was like high COVID season. So we got we f- filmed it in Vancouver, which is where all the Christmas movies film. And we got there and we had to be in quarantine for two weeks. And yeah, so but, we had to be... 
Yes. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean to step on your outrage. Oh, I was okay. just telling somebody about this yesterday. <laughs> it was so when you, you had to be quarantined for two weeks, but we were also in like our post. You know, we were like writing our final draft, our polish. We're like getting all, all of the meetings and everything like in pre-production. So we were in adjacent hotel suites where we. But lived. let me just say, you could not. You could not leave your hotel room per right. order of the Canadian government. Right. And Let me like just the, say, when I say quarantine, you were in your room yeah. for two weeks. And like the Canadian the popo would like come around and make sure that you were like actually in your room and not going so we around were, spreading and, American COVID. Right. right. So we right. were next American door to COVID. each other in identical rooms with identical furnishings. But, but and we'd be sim- zooming to each other. <laughs> yeah, but in with like the same the mirror. Yeah, we would be yeah, zooming. Like the same lamp would be behind both of us. <laughs> the same wallpaper. It was like literally in a parallel universe, (laughs) sitting in the same chair. (laughs) It was so funny. Anyway, but it was funny. But Anna, Anna cooked herself. Let me just say, Anna is a great cook, and she would cook herself like these dinners that you would see in like a fancy food cat food commercial, where the the single woman. I don't mean her 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 food looked like cat food. I mean those fancy (laughs) feasts where the single person really does it up right for themselves because Anna would cook like, she said, what do you think? Oh, I made grilled salmon and sweet potatoes with a demi gloss. And she's like, what are you having? I'm like, Pasta with some no, that's not true. You're jar. you're not, she also no, no, just I whipped up fine, a banana but bread. But when I'm and, sitting by yeah, myself right. in a hotel room, I'm not going to go the distance. I'll never forget Anna did you. It. you had, and you bought like an outsized amount of broccoli for your quarantine foods. I didn't mean to. That's what they because they know. go grocery shopping. And you were so I had so much broccoli. You had so much I was broccoli. You were so you were so angry because it was you had nothing but broccoli I was so every angry. night. I can't. I mean, I get it. Yeah, like I don't. I also didn't need the three bushels of bananas. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hotels. We were in a hotel. I'm going to do a hard wedge segue here. Okay. Okay. Now, Anna. Now, Anna, as you know, this podcast is about woo woo things. And when I first thought of doing this, one of the, I keep saying this, I've said this to every guest. One of the first people I thought of was you. (laughs) But let me just explain because I've gathered at the beginning of this podcast, I've like gathered up all the stories I've heard over the years. Like eventually I'm going to run out. Eventually I'm going to run out of those people from the years past. And then I'm going to have to just be like, do you ever have a light turn off and a (laughs) weird time? You know, it's going to boil down to that. But okay. (laughs) But, 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 but we've got some real doozies here. Now, the funniest thing about the Anna ghost story is this, is that a few, several years ago, there used to be, okay, first of all, we'll talk also about your woo-woo, like, because I know you're very into astrology, and you're always like, me too, sweetie. But Anna's always like, Mercury's in retrograde. She's the first person to tell you Mercury's in retrograde. She's always taking strange, her aunt is a professional astrologist. So 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 she comes by Yes, but it's so hilarious, because she really does know her stuff, and I 
am interested in it and I do find it a fun like Irene I think you're similar like fun yeah. sort of diagnostic I, I love tool yeah. and like sort of yeah. explanatory oh yeah we're not moment. here to poo poo no and not it's to got its moments you know it just no, uh, Mercury int- went direct today by the way ladies of course that's right God. And didn't last we night all for affirmations didn't we all yes. feel oh, okay. it this was a rough I'm gonna go. take that it was a rough go, but Ooh. I didn't realize it was because of Mercury. But oh, I've yeah. been Mercury extremely was really anxious and last night, to in my ass. Last this night, time. ladies, yes. um, was New Moon affirmations at nine forty. I texted uh, Rachel I about it, it again. I didn't see that. You didn't text. You didn't see my text. No, encouraging you to no, write down your affirmations. No. Oh, I have to wait for another month. Send it away. Shit. Okay. Do my affirmations well, that get... I do during my shoulder PT count. I'm the yeah. They're on new the yeah. Moon. Yeah, <laughs> they do. No, I was just gonna say what Rachel knows this, Irene. But so I do love it. But I'm not. I'm not good at we're, like we're the same. It's sort of like wine. Like you could tell me yeah. seven thousand times what this Italian region does, and I'll be like, awesome. It was really good kind of drunk don't remember like as soon as i get back right. I, mean, I vaguely right. know like i think i like a pinot noir right but i don't yeah. i just can't, i don't my brain doesn't do it same with astrology and my aunt who i communicate with a lot about astrology so i'll know like the sweeping things i'll know mercury's in retrograde i'll know people's like general signs and risings i'll know things like that mm-hmm. but like she'll say the, it's just the funniest discourse i'll tell rachel she'll be like well as you know your mother's uh, grand trine in Uranus uh, with a, a Jupiter nice. square, it makes her difficult. I'm like, absolutely, yes. I, I never have any <laughs> idea what she's talking about. And, you know, it, it, it'll get mixed up in like English family piece, drama. Yes. Family drama all yeah. the time. Like, well, as you know, your father's, you know, Venus is always sat in a very uncomfortable place here. You know, whatever. So um, it's kind of funny. Well, so I'd like her it. number, sweetie, immediately. She's okay. incredible. She sounds better than my um, psychic. Yeah. But, but yes, so the ghost thing, I'm... I'm I'm not I'm going to be full transparency here. I'm I'm not as highly attuned I would say. I love astrology. I'm super interested in astrology. I definitely am aware of like vibes. Like once um when I never told you this Rachel, but one time like we were when Charlie and I were first together, he was looking at a house in Echo Park in LA and it was really really cute. But like I went to visit it. He was like, it's really cute. I think you're going to like it. I was like, I cannot deal with the vibes in this house. And it was empty. Ooh. Like there was no, I was like, I can't, we can't live here. And he was, he was and it was a big fight. Cause he was, you know, it's like the beginning Ooh. of a relationship. And when you're in the beginning of a relationship, sort of bringing something down to a vibe, especially in the nineties was just not very acceptable thing to say, you know? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean a vibe? Like, I'm not going to live here because of a vibe. Like what? I, in fact, you know what? I think he'd already paid the security deposit. I think we had to go back and oh, get God. the money back. Oh, no. It was like a thing. It was oh. a drama. Wow. And I had yeah. to, uh, you know, and I, I had to like put my vibe, you know, flag in the stand. Your vibe anyway, put down. He, he went back. Intuition. What? Oh my God. Please the tell me there was a murder there. had committed. It was a murder suicide. No. Oh, no, my no. gosh. Yeah. And which they're supposed to disclose by California law, by the way, which yeah. is why he got it, his money back <gasps> wow. in the 90s. I know. Wow. That's amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On this show, we've been discussing like all things woo woo. So it's like we've had we yeah. have people that like Leah firmly believes it goes. Polar totally doesn't believe. Like Very you don't stuff, have yeah. to, and we talk about everything from like you know enneagram to astrology, blah blah blah. But the funny line that popped into my head, of course, when I thought of having Anna on this, is that so a while back there was a show called Celebrity Ghost Stories. Okay, oh, yes. I and do so, remember that. So they asked me to do it. And I was the, like, I did let's have the back, let's have a little bit of a backstory. We were both, both we were both having I wouldn't say troubled financial times, but it was times when a paycheck was would post, be useful. It was post SNL, yeah. I think. Yes, post SNL. Yeah, like where's my next job coming from? Yeah. Bloody blah. Freelancing. And so celebrity so celebrity ghost stories calls up. Now they used to offer, I believe, five thousand dollars to to tell your ghost story. So they asked me if I had a ghost story and I I felt really like cheesy about it. Like it's pay to play. Like you yeah. go in and they pay right. you right. get a check, but you for your time right. and you get hair and makeup and then you tell them your exciting celebrity ghost story and then you leave, but you're like, yeah. great, whatever. And so they asked me, like, I sort of had that that ghost story, but I, I couldn't, I didn't know if I wanted to do. It. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it, you know. But because then, so much later, much much later, Anna told me that she had done celebrity ghost stories, and I think we were sitting there talking about ghosts, and I was like, wait, wait, I have to, did you? I have to correct you. Yes, go. I'm so sorry. Okay, what? I had already no, done it. They offered okay. it to oh. you. Oh, you called oh, okay, me okay. up. Okay, okay, yes. And you were like, yes, okay, yes. Okay. I was like, how was it? As you often vet things through your friends, you know, you're like, is that, you know, an embarrassing game show to be on or is it fun? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then I was like, well, Anna, wait, did you really see a ghost? And Anna had the classic line for $5,000, I did. So hard. I mean, talk about like unreliable, (laughs) unreliable narrators. Because my memory of the story is that you called me up and you said, "Did you really see a ghost, or did you see the ghost of five thousand dollars?" No. Oh wow. So there you go. Whatever. So no one just thought it was the funniest thing you ever said. So we both get credit for being hilarious friends. Yes. That is funny. (laughs) But now, Anna, your ghost story—if it—if we are to believe it. But I will say though, I I didn't watch that show very regularly, but I did see two insane stories on there, and I might want to try to rope one of the dudes on. I mean, listen, there, but they Michael Imperioli had one, as I recall. That's, that's actually, the one. I, that's what I was thinking of. That's actually why I did it. They sent it out, and I was like, okay, oh, fine. I guess Michael it was Imperioli. amazing. It was, yeah, it was yeah, amazing. He did it. I'll do it. They have you in a room for a long time, and they ask you, and then they do slightly corny reenactments. They have reenactors. Oh, they do. I believe. yes, and yeah. shadowy. <laughs> Shadowy figures. Natch. And they, that just reminded me of that Ghost Hunters sketch that James Anderson wrote where somebody farts and the whole time they're like, wait, I heard something. And, the, and do, 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 oh, you know, he's like, no, 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 it was one. nothing. It was nothing. And they're like, no, 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 it was over here. Um, and they keep going. Oh, and I missed that like one. The, yeah, it's so stupid and so funny. Um, oh, that's Anyway, funny. I. But your story. It runs like ad infinitum. Like I have people come up to me still who are like, wow, that celebrity ghost story meant something to me. So one was based on, they were both vibe based. Let me just say one thing. I know you said for $5,000, but since we've just learned that you are very vibe based, maybe you do believe in. So do you, was the story you're about to tell something that you're just like, 
Oh, I don't believe it. Whatever. Just put that in your mind in terms yeah, of Yeah, I think it's I think you've... I think it's a specifically in a gray area. Like it's it's funny that we okay. like I'm not I, I think I'm not Leah and I think I'm not Amy. Amy exactly, but I don't know like is it a spirit? I don't know that it's like a manifested spirit. Like an actual whole person who has like a little shadowy semi appearance like in Harry Potter or like you know the haunted mansion at Disney you know what I mean like right. I think that it's right. like 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 up tip of Intuition. a hat you know like <laughs> they're all wearing those hats and they singing grim hats. grinning yeah. ghosts <laughs> grim grinning ghosts <laughs> yes that's a good song though. um but okay. both situations that I've been in I and and in fairness I think I've been aware of the history or the sort of storied nature of these places. So the first was the Roosevelt Hotel, which is, it's like the shining, you know, like it's really the overlook. Like it's very storied for, and again, I will also argue as you both will probably agree as I think people who dial in slightly to intuition, LA in general, a lot is a very, like a city of lost souls, especially Hollywood. Like there's a lot of people who move there to try to find their way, to try to make it, to try to be something they're not. I think it can be a very vibey place, like like a lot of, in my experience, like it just has sort of lost dreams in some parts of the city. So the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, have you ever stayed there? It's just very beautiful art deco. It's over 100 years old. It's super glamorous. All kinds of Hollywood stars have stayed there from, you know, years gone by. So I did cabaret shows there. They have a really cool venue in their um, lobby that, that, you know, you can go and perform in. And the person, depending on the era that they were booking it in, they have a suite with a piano in it that you get as a part of being a performer there. So you can go upstairs and, you know, in your room, like rehearse. And there, there is no doubt in my mind, like that there's energetic, whatever happening in that hotel. Again, I'd been told that prior to going, but also very radical shifts from cold to warm, very mm. like, like this piano would tinkle on its own a lot, That's you know, scary. Yeah. I mean, just that kind of thing goes down in that hotel all the time. And you mm-hmm. think, and you see UCMs where you're, you know, maids or whatever, like in your head. But again, it's so much from, I don't know, like it's so informed by kind of haunted hotel stories. And anyway, the, the, the tower of terror is like loosely based on these, the appearance of these hotels. So that, that, that's one of them, but I definitely believe that hotel has energy and vibes. And they, there's a beautiful restaurant there now that I went to, we went there, Rach, remember that we had drinks in that lobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I spoke to the, um, one of the maitre d's while I was there and they were like, Oh no, there's definitely ghosts. There's no question in my mind that there's ghosts in this hotel. In your ghost celebrity ghost story thing, wasn't there something about like your daughter was only like two years old and yeah, something. when we were, Oh, yeah, that actually, I'm conflating two stories. But I think that I, so when you definitely, Francis was two when we were at the Roosevelt and for sure was like waving at people and stuff. Kids are so freaked out. But the story I think you're thinking of when we went, my mother-in-law had this new house in Tucson, which also had terrible vibes. Terrible. We were like, I, and it was beautiful. She was like this gorgeous adobe, like, you know, gorgeous, beautifully decorated, appointed home. 
my, we, the whole time I was like, this place has like the most bummer vibes and my insert mother-in-law joke here. Exactly. Now, when you say vibes, when you say vibes, Anna, what do you mean? Do you mean like there's a feeling of dread? That is such a good question. Yeah. More of a, I would say like a chilly. Yeah. It's not dread, but that is a good insight, like a good way of putting it. I can imagine that a person would feel that feeling in it. For me, it's like an immediate kind of cold, unwelcoming, I got to get out of here. I don't like the feeling of being in this space. Coldness is often part of it, like a kind of a shivery or like a... Chilly. Like Mm. a... Hair never, standing on the back a, of your neck, yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah, yeah. Unsettled too. Like, I, yeah. when are we leaving? It's always about like I got to get out of here. So we were having that. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, this is you know. I also have anxiety, so th- possible. It's just you know, right. blood sugar. But um, I was you know, <laughs> the whole time I just kept saying to Charlie, "I feel so bad." But your mom's house is a bummer. So we're hanging out, and Ulysses was really little. And he turned to the door and so like how kids are so like transparent. He goes, he waves and he goes, bye bye ghost. Then he goes, oh, oh, the horror. Then he taps his head and he goes, I like your hat. Oh, the horror. The haunted mansion hat. The haunted mansion hat. And then he went, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Da, na, 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 na. What was that? <laughs> what was the song that you sang? Grim Granny Ghost. Grim Granny Ghost. Come out to socialize. That's it. I forget the. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I forget the. Uh, up, oh up, my up, God. He up, said, up. I like your hat. He it tapped one of those his hats. own head and he went, I no. like your hat. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, that, now, that now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. No, that I was that's like, scary. Scary. looked at each other that and we were like. scary. It, it was just legit. Like, there was just no doubt yeah. that that ghost was like, I'll tip of the hat to you. Good. Good day, young <laughs> oh, sir. No, no I, we were in the we were in um, God only knows what kind of hat it was. I mean, we were in Tucson, Arizona, so maybe it was a maybe it was a huh a, a, a cowboy hat a cowboy hat. I don't know. Yeah, well, wow. I know is it was wow. very distinct. That's a good, it was that's like a good he one. turned, he looked at somebody, he spoke to them, he acknowledged their hat, and moved on like with his train or whatever he was playing with. Oh my god. Okay, that that's frightful. That's a good Did Eli one, yeah. ever do anything that is like that? A good that? One. No, the only thing he did was um, he used to, when he was like seven months old, I was holding, he used to look up in this one corner of the yes. bedroom as if someone was like playing with him. And he'd be like, look, and then he'd laugh like if someone was playing peekaboo or something. It was always the same corner of the room. And I would oh look, like God. I actually like, looked up there, you know, and, and it was like creepy because he was laughing. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and that gave me chills. It was creepy. Equally as chilling. And I don't know who was hanging up in the corner, but that's my only thing. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, Anna, what's your tale? I went out to L.A., I got suburgatory, and I went to somebody's birthday party, and they had a psychic at that party. I came, I went to the birthday party, and all I wanted to know is if my show was going to work, 
you know, how you do that. And the psychic. And I was like, is my show going to go? Is my show going to go? And the psychic was like, um, yeah, it'll be fine. You're going to be commuting a lot, which was 100% true. The show did go and I commuted for the next three years. Um, and she was like, oh, and Oprah's going to call. And literally I was like, right, whatever. Great. Next. Like it was so dumb. Like that, that somebody would say Oprah was, it's like the, like, yeah, because it's it was, like yeah, that it's thing. So you think this is what someone wants to hear, and it's yeah. really big. And I'm like, I'm just gonna I throw at, tell everyone Oprah. Yeah, yeah. And I was at like a celebrity birthday party ish in L. A. Like with a like rent a psychic. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> For this party, so I leave, and I like a week too late, maybe two two weeks later. I'm I'm like walking along. I was walking up to pick up my daughter from school. And my phone rings and it's my manager and she's like, hey, um, the Oprah Winfrey show is going to do a retrospective of women on SNL. And it was I was like, oh, OK, what do I want to do? And they're like, they want to come to your house and interview you and talk to you about working on the show. And da, da, da. And then I like froze. I was like, did you just say the Oprah? Wow. It was the most bizarre. Like, anyway, two weeks later. And, and I guess I guess to the naked ear, that sounds like, well, whatever. Like, I guess, you know, you're an actor and you go on the Today Show and you do things and we've all been on talk shows and it's a big deal. But like Oprah was like another level too. like you didn't no yeah. one we knew yeah. was on Oprah. Like Oprah was like, right. You, right. you were a humongous star if you went on the Oprah Winfrey show. Right. Like I was never even been in my right. like lexicon that I would go. And again, I guess so much time has passed. People don't really see it remember but that was the way it was like you didn't get a phone with you didn't, Oprah, absolutely. when you were doing like a standard junket for like wicked or a television show you didn't go on right. oprah winfrey this was like and right and right. it was in it it was kind of wild like it was like about snl you know it was a it was to link it all together sort of like a piece of yeah. media about my past and my existing kind of television life it was wild I think that's, that's eerily specific. One. Yeah. 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 It was. I've never, I tried to find her again. Um, oh, yeah. But I never could. Yeah. No. Because I really haven't mm. had, apart from that, I've had very obvious, like, going to the psychic. I've even right. called, like, I've done tarot readings. I've called, like, psychic hotlines before. And it's always just like, <laughs> such a waste of money miss chloe no miss cleo miss yeah, cleo literally you know um, we're, you know but but where i've never had much of a sometimes i think just right. they're really good at guiding people towards good. dialing into what's meaningful to them right you know? but this also, particular right. one absolutely you want to be i think also sometimes like you want to be polite and you want to like help the person along. i know so that's nice. why like, are we doing um, that yeah, you're okay. right rachel because you don't want to sit there and be like no no but sometimes yeah. But you yeah, are. you're right. We're, we're helping. We're, like, we feel like I we have to be polite. I that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also right. today, you could just look somebody up. There's so many ways to actually research somebody and give right. the obvious. Uh, but so so Oprah is a stunning, um, you a know. Prediction. Prediction. Out of nowhere. Exactly. But just so you can see Anna in all of her splendor, Anna's Christmas album, Sugar and Booze, yes, and available I'll be doing, everywhere yep. you hear your music. Yeah. And you tell where you're going to be. Yeah, I'm tw- I'll be where, doing can they, mini- where can people find you? They'll find me in live in concert to, with the with the Christmas act here in New York at Le Poisson Rouge in Chicago, um, and I'm singing with the Boston Pops. What? Oh, awesome! You are? What? 
I know, when but is I, that? I don't remember. Sorry. Okay. But anyway, that's I mean, happening. I guess hopefully this this is evergreen. So then this will be all be. Yeah. So we should just say check on Incredible. us. Evergreen career. Uh, your evergreen career and yep. your Instagram. And then I'll be singing your evergreen. And um and <laughs> and watch a cluster funk Christmas also evergreen. And watch a, yes, watch that. And um, other so than funny. that, just um, and. And if you have bad vibes in a real estate situation, ask the realtor if there was a murder-suicide. <laughs> right. There was probably a murder there. <laughs> um, anywhere you have bad vibes, there was probably a murder there. I think that's our takeaway. I mean, that's... Um, uh, that Anna, is a good takeaway because legally they're supposed to disclose the that information. Is, all ghosts wear hats. All ghosts oh, wear that's hats. that's right. All ghosts wear hats. Oh, wait. You, you know, Irene. we have to do the penji. We have You're to welcome, do the penji. Sweetie. Anna, do you have a... Do you have a um, uh, Irene will give you a pendulum reading. Oh, if you right. have a, I do the pendulum if, reading. If you have a yes or no question. Oh, geez. Yes. yes she has, apparently, no. she has a really good track and, record. And we also want to say that I've got a really good track record, okay? I've do I have to say it out loud? You don't initially. say it out loud first, but then you do after you get the you answer. You know why I do that? Because I don't want to affect the pendulum subconsciously like all of a sudden all right and so, so it's just a yes or no question yeah yes. oh this is stressful oh, wait a um, oh sorry it could be something little like should i have something for dinner i mean whatever it doesn't have to be like a giant a deeper than that <laughs> okay okay here we go oh look at that immediately immediately looks yes. like it's a yes it's a yes god thank god okay okay let me i do she safeties hold on I do safety, sweetie. Always a safety. It looks like it's a yes it's again. It's a yes again. Okay. It's a yes. Let now me you can tell us what that was. Can I have one more question? What was the question? Can I have one yeah, more? Yeah, can you tell us what you asked, though? We'd like to know what was that. If my shoulder uh, pain, if my shoulder, I just started PT for my shoulder, will it resolve quickly? Okay, yes, good. Beautiful. That's I like good. That. That's okay. good news. Okay, yes, you have two questions. Okay. More if you want. Go on. I'm ready. Okay. And that is a yes. Good. That is a yes. What was that question? I'm not going to tell you. I can't tell you. Oh, that okay. One. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Stick with okay. shoulder pain. This was super fun. Anna, also, we have to mark Thank it. you so yeah. much. It's so good marks. to see you. And yes. I loved uh, all I love the stories. You. Thank you so much. We, we'll, a check for $5,000 will be in the <laughs> I will, mail. I, let me know who to send the invoice to. <laughs> okay, send it to me at nothappening.com. Care of no, Whoa um, Woo. No. Care of, <laughs> care of Whoa Woo. Um, no, thank you so much. Thank I'm gonna you, buy Anna. you. I'm gonna buy you five thousand dollars worth of margaritas. I can't this. wait. All right, okay. Irene, it's so good to see right. you. So thank good you. to see you too, sweetie. Mwah, mwah. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming on. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Woo woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. 
On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.